Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey y'all, I'm Brandi Cyrus. Wait, are we live? <laughs> and that's my mom, Tish. Sorry, she's stoned. <laughs> How we doing? I think I'm getting better. Does this lie? Look, does this lighting look a little better than I just did? I think you look great. Okay, great. Whatever you do, you're going to be looking better than me this week. Really? I think you look great. I'm outside. Have you not noticed? (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Oh, well, (laughs) I have to sit out here because I'm babysitting Stargirl. Got it. We turned her out this morning for the first time. I thought she was going to kill herself. Um, it was not funny. I was like, I'm going to bring this horse home and she's going to break a leg. She was being an absolute idiot. So I had to bring her back inside, go get some drugs. And we just drugged her and put her back out for a few hours. But I have to sit here and make sure she's not running around. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that what horses do? They just run and buck and have fun. Yeah. And get hurt. And then their careers are over. True. I feel like she's not silly enough to do that. I didn't think so either until today. I was worried. Your internet is what working out here. We're just on a hill here. This is just not the ideal situation. It's not flat. And it poured rain yesterday, so it was really slippery. Like the the grass was slick and it was muddy. And she was just slipping and sliding all over the place. was giving me a nervous breakdown. Let me get a little stoned before we start this. You are getting very stoned. I haven't smoked all day. Really? No, but I did just get my extensions redone, and yeah. my hair, my actual hair is so long. You we say this every no, time. we did not. You know how, like, I usually have to get them every, like, I didn't, there's none in the front at all, and, like, only a little bit in the bottom, just for some texture and stuff, but my actual hair is so long, it's actually insane. I love it so much. So... I'm just, I'm just loving it. It's not quite as thick up front without the extensions, uh-huh. but I think it looks good. What do you think? Well, I'm so happy that you're happy with it. I mean, do you think it looks good? I think you look great. Great. Well, I'm down to about half, which is great. Never looked better, honestly. Oh, great. Still loving me some Pamelo. I haven't had a chance to smoke today. I've just been on and up and going. And so this is my first chance to relax with the stoners. Nice. Um, well, my first chance to sit down and relax today was in the dentist chair. Oh. Dr. Lewis says hello. Oh, hi, Kristen. Honestly, gossiping with Kristen is my favorite part of going to the dentist. Love her. She's absolutely incredible. So did you just get a cleaning? Yeah, just a cleaning. And, um, you know, I mean, everybody knows by now that I get super high on laughing gas any chance I get at the dentist. Like, 
I love Kristen because she is like, oh, you want laughing gas for cleaning? Let me give it to you, girl. She's like, you get it. And it just like makes everything better. See, it does not do that for me. Oh, I love it so much. It gives me so much anxiety and makes me feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. That is so crazy. And honestly, the last time I even tried it, actually, mine was to um, get some little bit of filler under my eye, which was about five years ago, which I'll never, ever do again, ever. Um, And they gave me that. And my whole, like, my whole face turns numb. I wish they would give me that. And honestly, not in a good way where I couldn't actually feel what was happening. It was just like in a, a horrible way. Like, Okay, I but is that from the laughing gas or from the numbing for the filler? They don't numb you for filler. They numb me. I've never. Well, that sounds great. It's great. That's the first thing they do is stick a little needle in there and numb you. I just don't like any of this around my eye at all. I feel like they did numb you and you just didn't know. No. Yes. Oh, oh, no, only gas. Only the laughing if gas. If your face was numb, I guarantee you they stuck you with some numbing. Nope. I don't believe it. Absolutely not. I absolutely know. They put some numbing cream and they did not numb my eye at all. It was hor- horrific. It was the worst experience ever. I literally did not think it was terrible. Like, I will never, I will have eye bags for the rest of my freaking life because I'm never doing that ever again. Well, I love it more than anything. And it is like uncomfortable for sure. It's not a great feeling. But he numbed me with a teeny tiny little needle and I didn't feel a thing. Really? I would have loved some laughing gas just because it would have made me less anxious. But yeah, it was definitely numb. So here's the thing, stoners. Um, We're talking like Botox, feel feet. What is it? Fillers, all that. <laughs> Not feelers, fillers. Feelers. Um, but my thing is, stoners, and I mean, this is like very, 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 very rare. I've been told. But Botox is a completely different thing because it's just doing something crazy that relaxes your muscle. It's not actually putting anything into your body. Like a filler is putting like some type of... You are putting something in your body with Botox. Okay. No, not not like a not like a something that stays in there like filler. It eventually goes away, like wears off, but you are putting botulism toxin in your body. Yes, but filler is like a substance that stays in there to keep it full. Right. And that's when it dissolves. But anyway, when you shoot it in there, this is not the case with Botox, but with filler, I don't care where you do it. The nose is the most dangerous. But like if you get, get filler into like a vein, uh, like certain veins that run throughout your face, you can absolutely go blind from it. It is one of the serious side effects from filler anywhere. And I think the nose is like the most dangerous spot, which people do these non-surgical nose jobs and stuff. But filler scares me. That's why I don't do it. Huh. And I love it. Like it, like that time I did it when it was traumatizing, it looked amazing. But like, I'm just too scared. Oh, I just feel like you got to go to somebody that knows what they're doing, obviously. Like, yeah. there, here's the thing about filler is if it was that dangerous, I don't think they would let like Joe Blow at the little like mom and pop skin center down the street have it and do it. And like people do go to those places to get filler. I wouldn't do that. I go to a plastic surgeon. It's still just like if it accidentally. So anyway, the guy, the best guy on the planet to do anything, Dr. Ben Talley, who will, when I am at the age of a facelift, will be doing it. Um, 
So he's amazing, like brilliant. Follow him on Instagram. It's absolutely wild what this man does to women my age that or lift. It is literally insane. It is like, it does not look like you've had anything done, yet you look so refreshed and 10 years freaking younger. It's like unbelievable. But anyway, he's the one that did my under eye filler. So I was comfortable with it, but I'm just like still freak accidents happen. And just, it's really scary. Yeah. I mean, you know me though. I say you could walk out the door and die in a car wreck. True. You can't live in fear. You can can be smart and make smart decisions and go to people that are reputable, but you just can't control life. So my thoughts are about that stoners is for me, I'd rather like just not do that. Like, like how I like this lighting is really good, but usually you can really see my crow's feet truly. And I've got a little thing going on right here. No, you don't. I do. I hate when she says But this. it's really this. And like, I could get filler and make all that look so much better. But I think it's better at my age just to wait until it's time for not to put all that in your face. And then like when it gets to the point, you really can't take that anymore. Then just do a little lift and not put a bunch of stuff into your body. That's what I agree I, with that. That's my personal opinion, and that's the route I'm taking. Oh, you are. <laughs> I am. Good thing is, is Dom. We got to talk about Dom. Do we have to? He says he likes my crow's feet, and he likes all of it because he says it just shows, like, shows what, like, like I've lived life and like that those are beautiful things and that me being my age is a beautiful thing that I've gotten to wake up every morning and live the life I've led and that it's such a blessing. And he's right. Here's the thing, though. At 56, it is great. At 36, it's not quite great yet. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. That is very true. Not quite great yet. So anyway, um, speaking of, I'm going to schedule my Botox soon. (laughs) I just got mine. I'm looking super frozen let's see i got lots of movement but i like it you look great (laughs) you do All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda-free and paraben-free, plus it's pH-balanced for safe use. I know for me, like, I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and, like, what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, All new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. 
Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. this is amazing. I'm so tell the you. stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your I, doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners... $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. <laughs> Well, Stoners, we have a guest on today. So before she comes on, there's just a couple of things I need to tell you guys. I started a new television show, so we're going to kick it off here with Off Limits. My mother will remember the 80s thriller Fatal Attraction. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. They turned it into a television show. Do you know this? I heard that. Have you heard it's great? Mixed reviews. I'm obsessed with it. They're saying it's a little like maybe she's not insane enough. She's pretty fucking crazy. Really? Yes. Like, spoiler alert. I don't want to spoil it. Can I say spoiler alert? No. She does some crazy shit, Mom. Okay, well, I can't wait. These are my kind of movies. And it's uh, it's really good. I mean, listen, nothing's going to be the original. The thing no. I like about this show, um, I love that Paramount Plus is doing, like, a- after every episode, you get, like, a three-minute, like, behind the scenes with the actors talking about the episode. And... Um, and the director and the producers and everybody. And they say on there a few episodes in, they're like, you know, we wanted to do something different with the show than was done with the movie because we're not just trying to like redo something. Um, it's it's just, you know, this show is just based on this movie, right? But like there's room to like make changes and do different things, which I like about it. Um, 
And uh, I'm trying to explain it without giving it away, I guess. Well, I'm going to start it tonight. It's really good. One of the things I guess that they're doing, which is different from the movie, is there's like a few episodes in, they start showing things from different perspectives. So you rewatch scenes, but instead of seeing it from his perspective, you're seeing it from hers. And then you see new things you didn't see before because everybody's perspective is very different, right? And I think that's a cool twist on something. So my other favorite show ever was The Affair. I think that was on Showtime. I never saw that. No, you're joking. Swear. Oh, Fran, you are joking. I don't really have Showtime. I don't think I've ever watched a Showtime show. The first two seasons, like they kept it going way too long. The first two, maybe three seasons are some of the best TV I've ever watched. Really? Who's in it? The actors, look up the actors. They are so good. The man, all three, it's this man who's married and cheats on his wife. And fucking cheaters, man, I tell you. Honestly, it's absolutely out of control. And, but the actors are. Oh, Josh Jackson's in it? Yes. He's in Fatal Attraction. He is so good in this role. He's the lead in Fatal Attraction. How weird. That is crazy. He is incredible in this. Does he play the same role? Is it the husband that's cheating? Nope. No? Okay, I was going to say, that would be weird if you played the same, like, that same role in two different things. Nope. Two different shows. Joshua Jackson. Yeah, I love him. He was on, um, what's this, Dawson's Creek? He's absolutely incredible in this. And then who is the, um, the guy, the main guy? Dominic West. He's so, is he English? Yes. He is so good. I like, it's just like, like just those actors. Like, I just feel like he's so good in it. The the entire cast is absolutely incredible. And the setting, it's the place is Montauk Mm. and it is so freaking sick. Well, that's cool. I'll have to watch that. So I cannot wait to start the other one because I think so you'll really like the it. The affair is told that way. It's told from different people's perspectives. And so you see I it like a few that. times in different ways. Um, you know what other show did that that I'm not sure you ever watched was um, Surface on Apple Plus. I didn't see that. Oh, I loved that show. And that same thing, like you later on in the season, you start kind of rewatching scenes, but they add stuff in from someone else's perspective. And I, I like that idea. I love that so much. It's so crazy to me. You know, Lizzie Kaplan, do you know who she is? No. She was Janice Ian in Mean Girls. <laughs> I love her. She plays the woman he's having an affair with in Fatal Attraction. And at first I was like, I don't know if I can take Janice Ian seriously. She's amazing in this. Oh, I bet. Amazing. I bet she's so good in it. Yeah. She's the good. dark hair girl. And then, you know, we love um, Amanda Peet. She's the wife. Oh, my God. The last thing I saw her in was... Um, what is that uh, show that um, not, Tammy not, Taylor was in <laughs> season one? Uh, uh, Betty. Ugly Betty? No, not Ugly Betty. Um, not, uh, but Betty something. Yeah. Yes, that. D- Dirty, oh. Dirty John. Dirty John. Thank you. And yes. then the next one was something Betty, and she was Betty. Yes, that's her. She's yeah. great in this, too. Holy crap, she's great. Great cast, great show. I, I've always loved her. Mm-hmm. I love fan. it. Well, I'm so excited to watch that. Yeah, you're really good. Well, like can it. I tell the stoners about a movie I watched that's really old? 
Sure. <laughs> Brandy's always like, neither. You can't talk about that. I mean, you can't. Like, how old? Like, if it's so old that it's it like a classic, then it's it, fine. Okay. If it's something that came out three years ago and you're just not okay. talking about it, it's no. a little different. Natalie Portman when she's like 14. Okay, okay, okay. She has always just been, she is just a great actress. I, she's like, incredible. I mean, there's just every single thing she does, even at that age. Like, her performance is just so real and authentic. Like, I just can't take it. She's amazing. And so it's her, Natalie What's Port- the movie? It's called Anywhere But Here. And oh, great movie. Uh, I've never seen it. And it's right up my alley. It's a relationship about a mother and a daughter. And... As much as the daughter in those years where we all all hate our mothers, like, it's kind of just the two of them. And, like, I think it's just really about this young girl that at first at her in her very young years only see her mom's flaws and wants to run away and live anywhere but here. Mm-hmm. And then as she grows up and she gets older and right before she goes to college, she starts seeing her mom as, like, not a super mom, but actually like a human. And it's just this kind of eye opener of what her mom's life has really been. And like, she's done the best that she could. And she's been a really great mom as good as she could be. And it is just, it is so freaking good. So I loved it so much stoners and it's really old, but it's Susan Sarandon and Natalie Portman. So you cannot go wrong. It's amazing. Love Natalie so much. Well, our guest is joining us (gasps) shortly here. She is. Before she hops on, though, I want you to give her a little intro. So I met Allie because I had her come over to my house because I had an idea for a show and it involved psychedelics. And so uh, we started researching someone who knew a lot about that. And she was mentioned in an article that we read. And so I reached out to Allie about that and we just remained friends. And so when she came to my house, she was just so cool and so um, smart and passionate about what she did. I literally just fell in love with her. So cool. I myself personally have been reading so much about psychedelics really? and psychedelics and PTSD, psychedelics mm. and depression and people that are struggling with anxiety and the benefits of psychedelics. And I think I just saw where Australia is the first country to actually legalize it for medical purposes. And I just think that like truly just how marijuana has, you know, people's really opinions of it has changed so much and we're legalizing it in so many places that this is what's to follow because a lot of countries are already doing it and seeing like these truly, truly massive benefits in PTSD and depression to where I've been reading that now I'm sure a lot of psychiatrists would disagree, but there's a lot of psychiatrists saying like this could end depression as we know it. And so I'm just really interested to hear well, all about it. Well, Big Pharma won't allow that. Well, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Sad, the sad truth. Yeah. But anyway, she is doing, she's doing great things and she's like a pioneer in this yeah. area. So really cool. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, a quick like official bio on Allie is um, that she's an entrepreneur, a community builder, speaker, and podcast host, uh, mental wellness advocate, and enthusiast for all things mushrooms and psychedelic medicine. She's the CEO and co-founder of Into the Multiverse, which is an education-first ecosystem for all things fungi with the mission to rebrand functional mushrooms and encourage collaboration amongst the psychedelics industry through Super Mush, which is their in-house consumer lifestyle brand that makes supplements and merch. Very cool. Their merch is the cutest merch I've ever seen. Really? Maybe we yes. should do a little collabby collab. Uh, Sorry, we're stoned. Super mush. We absolutely mush. should. It is. is Super you mush. all should absolutely look at their um, sweatpants and sweatshirts. They're just so cute. Awesome. Everything cool. she does is really awesome. All right, let's get her on here. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted, plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about Mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, is right. If you guys don't know, Mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love Mood. Yeah, well, great. They're, they're like uh they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single mood, and it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you um, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods' new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Hello. Hi. Hey, girl. 
How's it going, guys? How are you? We're good. So good. No, you guys, I'm actually so I'm so excited about this. I put up this wallpaper with 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 a task rabbit um last weekend and it's the probably the thing I'm the most proud of in my whole life. It's incredible. It, it took, is. It took forever. Yeah. It took forever. It looks so sick. I'm very excited. I'm like really into wallpapering now, which also is like a crazy tish. I don't know remember if you or I remember telling you this when I when we met in person, but you know we share a task rabbit guy, right? Did I not cast? Yes, Andrew Katz. No. Yeah, I've been working with him for years. And like we connected this. Um, and also so nice to meet you, Brandy. Um, <laughs> this is hilarious. Just listening to your voice. Nobody loves TaskRabbit more than Tish. Like, yeah. I feel I feel like Cast is like this is not even a joke. He's like part of the fam now. <laughs> I I love him. I love him. I love him so much. And like the way I met him was like, I got a task right him. I just got some random task rabbit and he shows up and I'm probably high as a kite and telling him, can you film an episode uh, where I made my tea hut in my backyard into like, I called it the disco tree house and Cass was out there getting filmed, hanging all these disco balls with plants and stuff. Like he had to think I was nuts. And now like, I know him so well and use him all the time. It's it's so funny because I think I had mentioned like I was on a Zoom and I might have been talking to Sarah from your team or like someone, but it was so crazy because he was in my other apartment, like old apartment that I had. And he's up there like hanging stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, but, you know, I'm going to meet with with Tish and her team. And and he was like, wait, Tish, Tish Cyrus. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I, wor- I work for her too. I love her. She's amazing. And he's like, I- I'm there all the time. No, I mean like, He's here all the time. He's either at my house or Molly's house. Y'all just put him on salary between the three of you. Oh, we tried, but he actually does some really cool shit. (laughs) (laughs) But Molly was like, we have to hire him full time. That's what I was thinking. But now, you know who I use now when he's not available? His dad. (laughs) (laughs) His dad just like literally has done so much at my house. And they're both coming tomorrow. So anyway. Genius. That's so hilarious. (laughs) I love Shout that. out to Kaz. I'm obsessed. That's too good. I love that. Well, Allie, thanks for coming on our pod. We're super excited to have you on. We haven't, I don't think we've had anybody on the podcast to talk about mushrooms or psychedelics. So um, I know it's like kind of a hot topic right now is is mushrooms and microdosing and all that. And so I think the stoners are really going to enjoy hearing from an expert on some of these things. I'm, I'm stoked to be on. I actually, I was... I, w- I haven't listened to too many of your guys' episodes. I like know about the podcast. And this is also crazy that I went to the podcast before this, before we were recording. I was like, oh, I want to listen to like some of the stuff they talk about and like kind of get familiar. I clicked on an episode from 2021 and I like skipped ahead. I like skipped, you know, the sponsorship stuff. And it was, it flash forwarded to you guys were talking about, I think, Nine Perfect Strangers. And Tish on the on the show was like, oh, this makes me want to try mushrooms. It was crazy yep. timing. So meant to be. That is weird. Yeah. And I, st- I still like I I have never done like mushrooms. I've microdosed like two or three times, but only enough to just feel really happy and more social, but not like full mushroom like trip. I've never done anything like that. But it is it interests me so much because there's just so much out there now about 
um, psychedelics and depression and PTSD and, you know, how like we could change depression the way we look at it forever with the use of psychedelics. And I just find it like, just so I'm just so incredibly like interested in like somebody like you who really knows all about it and hear like kind of what excites you most about it and, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can jump into, I'll give like a little overview of, um, you know, it's, it's funny because there's a lot of, you know, you said it, Brittany, like there's a lot of excitement around mushrooms right now, which is funny because they're ancient wisdom. They've been used for thousands of years. They're actually the only medicine that has stood the test of time. If you look back in, you know, <laughs> like literally 20,000 years ago, you can find, you know, a, to 2050 BCE, you can find a fossilized human with a reishi mushroom in one hand and a psilocybin in, in the other. And so these have been a part of, fungi have been a part of human evolution for a very long time. And so what's funny is that like our Western world, as we do, we kind of like pick up on trends from, from the ancient world, we package them up and like, um, mainstream them in the way that we have with mushrooms. And it's also reflective of kind of where we're at and, and the mental health crisis, why there's so much attention on mushrooms, both, you know, both psychedelics and functional, which we can kind of like dissect and, and talk about, but functional superfood mushrooms have been a part of Chinese medicine for thousands of years as well. So really, this is just ancient wisdom reimagined for the modern world and humans evolved eating them. They've been a vital part of our brain development and, you know, everything from sexual function to memory to athletic performance for a really long time. And it's something that people should be consuming every single day. We just kind of stopped in the West. So fast forward to today, that's kind of where we're at. Interesting. Wow. Very and interesting. And it makes sense. I have some friends yeah. that they microdose honestly every single day. Like they are taking them daily and a lot of them are doing it for athletic performance or um, a lot of them are doing it and have totally replaced like Adderall or Concerta or any of the, you know, drugs to help you focus and give you more energy and all that. And um, I don't know, I've just heard so many great things about it. And I think doing, I think mushrooms, like doing mushrooms, right? Like has a certain connotation with it. And I just, I think it's one of those things where like, it's probably not at all what people think, you know what I mean? And, um, maybe there's a version of it that is, but I just feel like there's so many layers to it and it's just a matter of getting educated on it. Yeah, completely. I mean, we, in our society, we kind of view as like, what is legal is good, which is a funny way to think about things. You know, I grew up, I'm from Missouri. I did not grow up with, um, any understanding of, of psychedelics and literally from the middle of nowhere, um, in St. Louis. And I grew up with the dare program, the narrative that had kind of been passed down from the war on drugs in the sixties was very much my education. So really outside of exploring with cannabis and alcohol, um, that was it for me as far as, as far as drugs, I was terrified to, to fry my brain as are, as are many people. And you know, my, my journey with, with understanding psychedelics has been so fascinating because it's just, it really is just an education issue. At the end of the day, you know, psychedelics can be, there's obviously, you know, a lot of nuance to this and psychedelics are not for everyone. That's a, you know, it's a funny thing when I talk to people and they're like, I just wish everyone would do mushrooms. And, um, I don't at all believe that that's the solution. However, I do think that everyone should understand them because they're massive and are 
helping the mental health crisis that we're in um, really more than anything. I think I have potential to aid it if done correctly and like brought to the mainstream correctly more than anything. But my my stigma was passed down from from the 60s and 70s. And the more that I actually started to understand like, okay, how does how does psilocybin impact your brain chemistry? How does it impact neuroplasticity? Like learning that you can, you know, connect neurons across your brain that have never been connected before. You can change the structure of your brain in a positive way. Um, you can increase your memory. You can, you know, basically connect more with yourself and nature and the people around you. And um, psychedelics have made me a, a much better person. They've been a huge part of my of my growth and um, I'm very grateful for them and so are functional mushrooms as well. So there's just like so much to know and, and that's kind of why I'm in this industry is like I was fascinated with, with learning about them. I think like an easy place to start for our audience is you know you talk to, you talk about functional mushrooms and psychedelics, right? Are those the two kind of the two categ- main categories there? So maybe like explain the difference in what those two things are for everybody. Yes, yeah, so the fungi kingdom is a kingdom of its own. And there's the, there's the plant kingdom, there's the animal kingdom, and there's the fungi kingdom. And us as humans, which is so cool, and a lot of people are, are mind-blown when they find this out, but we're actually more closely related to fungi than we are um, to plants. So we actually share a lot of our DNA structure with mushrooms. And there's a lot of similarities between the mycelium network, which I don't know if you've heard that term before, but it's basically like this wood-wide network that lives underground. It functions very similar to the earth's internet and it transmits nutrients underground. It basically connects all living things on earth. That is the base of fungi. And so as fungi, fungus grows, um, you know, if you picture a traditional mushroom popping up out of a grassy field, I have like, (laughs) this is my disco ball mushroom. Like this part is the fruiting body of the mushroom. And then you have the mycelium, which is like the root structure underground. And so the reason why I'm explaining it in this way is like, the fruiting body of the mushroom um, and sometimes mycelium are used for supplemental purposes. So like when you hear about lion's mane, chaga, and cordyceps, all of the superfood mushrooms that are not psychedelic are functional mushrooms. Um, then there's psychedelic mushrooms, which we can talk about. And then there's culinary mushrooms, which are, you know, like portobello mushrooms and, and shiitake and, and things like that. But the reason why it's important to like look at them in these different categories is, you know, Functional mushrooms are described as, it's a kind of a weird term for it, but mushrooms that basically have a medicinal benefit outside of just culinary effects. So some sort of, you know, cognitive enhancement. Um, overall, all mushrooms are incredible for your immune system, things like that. But those are like the general categories. Interesting. Um, I think, I think another thing like, and this could go with, you know, you could talk, say the same thing for marijuana is like, I think a lot of people like the inaccessibility of it is what kind of deters people, right? And obviously weed has gotten legalized in so many places and it's much more accessible now. Um, but I think mushrooms, especially like somebody that even is interested in it is like, well, where do I even get it? Where do I go to learn what's right for me or what to take? You know what I mean? Um, so like, what would you suggest for somebody that is interested in trying it or learning more about it and which ones are right for them? Yeah, it's a great question. You could read a million books on mushrooms and still not know all there is to know about them because it's like, a, it's, they're a fascinating species. And I always tell people to start with functional mushrooms. So even if you're considering exploring the psychedelic space, you're interested in microdosing and, and psilocybin and all the other incredible psychedelics that there are to explore your consciousness with, I always tell people to start with 
lion's mane and cordyceps. Lion's mane is a functional mushroom that can increase neuroplasticity in the brain. We have it in the products that I make with, with our company, Supermush. And it's basically like the legal form of microdosing. So even when you find microdosing stacks, if you've seen like the branded chocolate bars or tinctures or pro- all the different kind of capsules that are out there in the black market, because psilocybin is still a schedule one illegal drug, which you can talk about so um, my thoughts on in a second. It's crazy. Um, but I always tell people to start with functional mushrooms, incorporate them into your daily routine. You'll notice a massive difference in your health. I described my, you know, really? my massive. I mean, they bring your body into flow state, like the, the substances that were marketed in the United States specifically, but all over the world, really are caffeine and alcohol. Um, you mentioned, you know, ADHD medications. I actually just had a long good consult call with someone this morning that's trying to help their son get off ADHD medication. And, um, you know, we were, I, I grew up with that being the norm, um, of prescription and every, every pharmaceutical drug has its time and place, but they're definitely way over prescribed. And the reality is, you know, when a lot of people experience different emotional states, like if we have anxiety or low grade depression, um, our, our healthcare system's response to it is like squash the symptom, take something to get rid of it, which, you know, if you're having some sort of an emotional response, if you're having anxiety, there's like an underlying reason why. And mushrooms help bring your body into balance rather than just being, you know, symptom suppressants Mm. and they're immune modulators. So they function, functional mushrooms function to bring your body into homeostasis. Like what we all actually want is flow state at least for myself, I'm speaking for myself, Totally, you know, the crazy high from caffeine and, um, you know, the, you know, maybe the grogginess that you'll get from taking sleep aids, like all the kind of combating effects of this vicious cycle that we're in with the things that we're consuming mushrooms help to level out. They've been massive for me in that. And yeah, they really just, they really just regulate you. So it's, it's, it's kind of just a misunderstanding of energy that we've been, um, that we've been pushed. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense before you hopped on my mom was just mentioning, um, you know, some of the the benefits of mushrooms that she's heard about or been interested in. And we talked a lot about what did you say, mom, where you said like it would replace? Oh, that it would just change the way we view depression. depression. You said, oh, you said it could Forever. add extra. Um, <clears throat> what did how, what did you say? You said like antidepressants. Yeah, like, like it could but, totally you get know, a, like do away with depression. And I said Big Pharma would never let that happen. It's like, you know, it's like they don't they want you to buy their medicine so they're not going to like really give you a cure for it kind of thing so like you said that psilocybin is a what what did you say is class one illegal schedule one schedule one illegal drug do you see that changing do you see that we're making progress towards legalizing something like that the way they did marijuana do you think it'll be the same way where you'll be required to have a medical card like what are your thoughts on all that yeah, it's my favorite question to answer. I'm very passionate about this topic. Um, and, and just to your point, Tish, you know, the the SSRI market, the way that we've treated depression, you know, just to quickly like round out that that question is, you know, the way that we've looked at it has been so symptom management focused. And really like SSRIs are, are short-term solutions, but they haven't worked long-term for a lot of people. What's really cool is the studies that are coming out, you know, there's clinical trials all across the country by all of the, you know, incredible universities that are studying this. Um, there's entire, uh, you know, divisions of people that are just dedicated to the study of psychedelics for mental disorders. And they're coming out with results like, you know, psilocybin being four times more effective than traditional SSRI treating, treating depression. And so it's a really good segue to talk about the legal landscape of things because these clinical trials are what 
is paving the way for people to shift their perspective on psychedelics. And so the way that we're approaching it, because, you know, I, I've, psychedelics are incredible for a lot of different things, not just um, mental disorders. There, you know, there's, you know, two different ways to look at it. You're either looking at psychedelics for bringing you into a healthy normal state. So like, you know, kind of like a zero to a five, like from people that are clinically, you know, severe PTSD, can't get out of bed in the morning to like come to a healthy normal state or you know, maybe your friends, Brandy, that are microdosing are using it for human optimization, cognitive performance, athletic performance, what have you. So there's a few different ways to look at it. And there's obviously some overlap between those two. But all of these amazing studies that are going on right now, they were happening in the 60s and 70s, but then we shut them down. Um, during the war on drugs, they're kind of having this resurgence. And what's really cool is that that is paving the way for for all this legislative policy change that's happening. So like state of the state, if people are like, what's happening in psychedelic legalization is basically on um, a federal level, psilocybin, LSD, DMT, all about, you know, all the, all the classic psychedelics are schedule one substances, meaning that we find them to have no medicinal benefit as a society, which is crazy because they're one of the most powerful cures for addiction, PTSD uh, in the world. That being said, what's happening on a state-by-state basis is that we're legalizing psilocybin-assisted therapy. So I'm just talking about psilocybin, and there's other stuff happening. Like the MAPS organization is doing incredible work, and then phase three clinical trials with MDMA, which is an amphetamine, but it's in the psychedelic family. They're classifying it in that. But with psilocybin, we've so far legalized it for medicinal use, meaning like you, if you are in that state, you can go in and get a guided one-on-one facilitated trip experience and you know assisted therapy like so it's in combination with therapy and that's amazing and so cool and that's kind of helping to progress on a state-by-state basis but what that kind of completely leaves out of the conversation is like okay what about consumer products what about people who want to microdose you know for example oregon uh just implemented or maybe it was called i can't remember it was colorado oregon and just rolled out their microdosing policy meaning that like if you want to microdose you have to go in pay $800 and sit with someone while you microdose. That obviously does not reflect at all the way that people want to use these substances to optimize their lives. Right. And it's actually yeah. data. So I, myself and um, a few other incredible people, I'm Paul Austin from Third Wave, which is an amazing psychedelic resource site. You know, they do facilitator training and um, he's like the microdosing guy. I learned a lot from him. I went to him. Um, he's a friend of mine. And then Josh Kappel, who helped write Proposition 122 that just legalized psilocybin-assisted therapy in Colorado. We started a nonprofit wow. called Microdosing Collective. Um, this is very like side, you know, passion project for all of us, but the goal is to help legalize microdosing. So we have a bunch of amazing lawyers and researchers and like this whole amazing group of people that's looking at also making sure that is included in policy as it's being rolled out on a state-by-state basis. Incredible. So what states have legalized the assisted therapy? Is it just Colorado? Colorado and Oregon. So Oregon was the first and they kind of like set the stage and that, that process is being like rolled out and implemented right now. Cause like once you vote, yes, you know, and, and voters say like, yes, this is something that we want. It takes obviously a while to implement. You get a certain you know period of time from the state to actually go and implement that, that structure. But what's cool is that that's just psilocybin. If you're interested in ketamine-assisted therapy, that's legal all across the United States. There's you know hundreds of clinics yeah. um, 
it's a, it's a kind of a different category. It's a dissociative, but it's also in the psychedelic family. But that is another tool that's legally accessible right now, which is really cool. Wow. Yeah, amazing. And did I just read that Australia as a country just legalized medicinally? Yeah, it's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very great. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, amazing. Very cool. Okay, so earlier I heard Allie say that she had did a consult with somebody. So is, th- is that what your company does? Do you do that regularly? Like people can consult with you on what, like how to get introduced to this? Yeah, no, that's just something that I do because I love it and mushrooms have changed my life and I'm just kind of trying to share the wisdom. But so the way that I structure my life, we're doing a few different things, but my main thing is I have a brand called Super Mush and we make really cool functional mushroom supplements. I have some right here. We make like these really cool mints and then we have sprays, like all really interesting high power functional mushroom supplements. Um, and then we have a whole line of like streetwear and stuff as well. So we're kind of trying to like 60s and 70s style bring functional mushrooms into the mainstream through the brand. And then we have a media arm that's called Into the Multiverse. That's where we do all of our psychedelic education and events. And so we have a podcast about psychedelics. Um, and we do events with thought leaders in the psychedelic space and then support our nonprofit with that. But it's it's cool because you know, you you were talking about when you're when you're asking about the policy stuff, the reality is if there's more cultural projects and people talking about psychedelics um, and functional mushrooms just in general, that's really what helps mainstream and and shift culture. So everything we're doing, um, functional mushrooms are incredible in and of themselves. You know, our business is like also just focused on that, but it kind of all feeds each other. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. You know, the more people are talking about something that the more accepted it'll eventually become, right? Absolutely. And also, okay, if you, because you said functional mushrooms are super important, they're great for immunity. If, if, we, if I wanted to take two really great supplements, what would you suggest and what's the best way to take them? So I would suggest two things. One, look for fruiting body extracts, which should be labeled on the back of your uh, back of your product. You want to look for that's like the most potent part of where you find all the beta-glucans and polyphenols and polysaccharides, like basically all the good stuff and, and mushroom supplements are in the fruiting yep. body. And... Um, Secondly, like look for, you know, the, look for ingredients like lion's mane. Lion's okay. mane is incredible cognitive enhancement. If you, if you're looking for something that will either be a coffee replacement or something maybe to add to your, you know, like just your routine that you want specifically for your brain, lion's mane is the, is the brain mushroom. So like overall, all of these mushrooms have incredible immune system benefits like they're good for your gut and they have fiber and every one of them has like catch-all benefits but then lion's mane is known as the brain mushroom and cordyceps is one that's known as you know specifically for athletic performance so athletes have been using this for for hundreds of years you can actually increase the amount of atp that goes to your muscles you're like getting more oxygen to your muscles and you can perform you know better for for longer it's kind of like a secret steroid that a lot of athletes yeah. especially in china have been using interesting um so look for for those ingredients and then there's a lot of really great companies out there um you know obviously we we believe super much is one of them we like we make sure that the company is super transparent and sources their ingredients and, and and is transparent about where they source them from but you also want to be looking for like dosing levels too mm-hmm. Okay. And so you do you guys have lion's mane? The, is that what you called it? 
Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so. stunned. Remember, <laughs> always. <laughs> um, but yes. And so do, does Super Mesh have that? Yeah, we have it in our energy spray um, our and our flow mints as well. And then we're making gummies. We actually, um, I haven't shared this publicly yet, but we're making sex gummies, energy gummies, and sleep gummies. Which I need excited. them all. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Very cool. I yeah. love it. All right. Well, where can everybody go to find your podcast, your products? Tell the stoners where to find you. My Instagram. I'm very active on my Instagram. It's Ali Shaper. A-L-L-I-S-C-H-A-P-E-R. And then everything I do is linked under my personal Instagram, but Supermush everywhere. Supermush.com, Supermush um, on Instagram. And then we have our podcast, Into the Multiverse, spelled how it sounds. And you can find it on all on all listening platforms. And if you, there's stuff about the nonprofit there too, Microdosing Collective. Yeah, we're doing a ton, we're doing a ton of cool stuff. I'm very excited about it. Cool. So Allie also did something in Austin, and Noah was on mm. with her. Yeah, so that was really cool. super cool too. So they do events and yeah, have like people talk, and so Noah was amazing. A guest Are you LA based on, on that show? Yeah, I'm in I'm in Venice. Very cool. And we did, and we did this. We did um, ACL festival in Austin, nice. and Noah yes. performed. And so we did a podcast with her on stage after her performance. She has loyal fans. Oh yeah, uh, yes she does. Was, oh my god, so so loyal. People were people were going crazy. It was really cool. She's lovely. Uh, and she loved it. So um, yay! I'm so glad Me you came too. on. We need to do like. Because I feel like there's so much to talk about. Well, and I know learn. that's why. Maybe we can. I have feel you. like I need to go listen to your podcast. I, I'm is it is it yes. an educational podcast? Like if if do you talk? Yeah, you ed, try to educate people on all the things mushrooms and psychedelics because I feel like I could benefit from that. Totally, yeah, and I'll and any I'm, I will be your resource. Whatever questions you have, I like so happy to support. I love my favorite thing is is people that are kind of like new to this space. They're interested. It's kind of like helping them on their journey and, and figuring out, okay, which products to use. You know, say you want to explore microdosing. And like, I'm a huge fan of, of microdosing for mental health and just overall human optimization. So yeah. I love supporting people on that journey. Like, obviously, we started a whole nonprofit because I believe it should be, you know, mainstream. But yeah, it's incredibly impactful also for people that are nervous about starting a big psychedelic journey because you're not actually experiencing hallucinogenic effects it's like slight neuroplasticity it's very subtle you're in your life yes totally absolutely i'm somebody that i drink like a minimum of three cups of coffee a day (laughs) throughout (laughs) the day like that's minimum for me so i like the idea of being able to replace that with something besides caffeine and also you can start with just adding lion's mane to your coffee you Mm -hmm. know it doesn't need to be like these crazy jumps uh, you can add lion's mane to your coffee. It'll kind of smooth out the crash, give you less jitters. There's like baby steps that can kind of support the process. Um, but, and there's all these really great mushroom coffee alternatives. I've seen That's that. Cool. I've seen a lot of those. Yes. Yeah. That already has some of the functional mushrooms in the coffee. It's so sick. Amazing. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Maybe we can, maybe we can uh, post some links to that stuff for the stoners this week. Yeah, I'm curious. Do you do you guys get a lot of inbound questions from your audience about mushrooms? Given that they're like you know obviously super passionate about cannabis and this whole world, or is it kind of they're they're kind of in their in their one lane with with this plant? 
I, you know, we've just never discussed it and really opened up the conversation. You know, everybody calls in and talks about weed or that, sorry, they're stoned or what, you know, whatever. <laughs> but we've never, we've never really touched on mushrooms, but I think it's probably something everyone's super interested mm-hmm. in just because there's been so much in the press lately, you know, and I'm sure most people have very strong opinions about it. And that's why I love like just talking openly about it and, you know, just, I just feel like when I first moved to LA, I would like, if somebody would have said something about mushrooms, I would have freaked. I'd have been like drugs. I would have been like so upset. Um, but you could also I'm say that about like, weed. Oh, I was totally like that mm-hmm. about weed. And look I at her now. Like, this, uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And honestly, thank goodness. So that's the kind of the same conversations I think. You know, I mean, I've never ever done mushrooms like ever, and so, but I'm super interested oh, and so open did to you it. Tell me and Miley that you were on them that one time. That that was microdosing though. But this is, like, you said never, you've never like, done it. That counts. Uh, <laughs> is that functional or no? So technically, if it's microdosing, it's not hallucinogenic if you're taking it as a microdose. But yeah, technically, technically I would say you did do mushrooms. See. We were up there chatting and she was just in the best mood and we were having a great mm-hmm. time. And Miley looked over at her and said, mom, you're in a great mood. You are great today. And she said, oh, that's because I took two, uh, what did it, mushroom, something mushrooms. And we were like, oh, <laughs> well, you weren't even going to tell us. She was like, you need to keep yeah. doing that. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, look, my, my parents, I got my parents into mushrooms with functional mushrooms, right? Like they started their journey. Like my parents were, my mom, again, where I grew up, she was like very anti-marijuana, was like very against us smoking. I just recorded a podcast actually and released it with my mom. Um, It's a really like intense, vulnerable podcast, but like worth a listen because it's a cool journey for anyone that's like looking to introduce the conversation around psychedelics to their parents that might be like really, really far apart. And so, you know, we started my parents with functional mushrooms and then um, through like years of education, just like sharing with them about what psilocybin does to your brain, how it um, can positively impact all of these different things. It can remove you from your default mode network and help you think differently, and, like really operate with less less ego. There's a lot of you know more detail, but that's very high level. And through years of education, my mom um, and dad opened their perspective to trying it, and both had life changing experiences with psychedelics. I'm super grateful and it's like really changed my mom and I's relationship and um, our whole family. It's it's really, it's, it's been such a cool journey. Amazing. Wow. That's great. Very cool. This was super great. We're definitely going to have to have you back, Allie. A million percent. Um, I will be your resident mushroom yes. person whenever you want. I like that idea. Well, thank you so much. We will um, definitely be posting on social media links to all the things this week. And um, maybe stoners, if you guys you know, are listening to this and feeling inspired to ask some uh, questions specifically about mushrooms and psychedelics, call into Dear MT, leave us those questions, and we'll save them for when we have Allie back. And next time we can do a Dear MT segment, but Dear Allie. That's yeah. so cute. Love. Love that idea. That would be amazing. I'm really, I'm really pumped. Thanks for having me on, you guys. I appreciate it. Of course. We'll awesome. talk to you soon. I'm, I'm going to hear you soon because I'm going to listen to your podcast this week. So... <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. All right. Thanks, Allie. Well, she's so cute, too. Like, she is the cutest thing. So cute. I can't wait to listen to her pod. I know. I'm going to listen, too. Mm -hmm.
It's so interesting. I mean, and it's just like you said, there's just so much to learn. It's like a bit overwhelming, but that's why I think like listening to her podcast would probably be a good way to get like start getting educated on it for sure. Yeah. But I I have heard so many good things about Lon's Bane. Um, Let's go get some. I'm going to get some. I'm going to go on her website and grab some. Very cool. So um, anything else? Well, we've been yapping for over an hour, so we've given our producers a lot to edit this week. Okay. But that's a good thing. Um, Stoners, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Allie. I I thought she was so great, and I do definitely think we should have her back. So, like I said, call into Dear MT if you have any specific questions uh, about psychedelics, about mushrooms, about microdosing. call in and leave us those questions for her and we'll make sure and save them so that the next time she comes on um we'll have some questions for her from you guys if you want to call in to drmt the number is 5167 stoner if you don't live in the u.s you can hit us up on instagram send us a direct message uh and either record a voice note to send a question in or you can just type it if you don't want your voice on there um we're at sorry we're stoned on instagram the all right, we love you guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, stoners. Bye, stoners. <laughs> Bye. Okay, well, I we guess I'm it. gonna go. I'm gonna go watch Fatal Attraction. Oh, I can't wait to see how much you love it because I love uh, it. I only have okay, two how, episodes left. I was gonna say how many episodes are there? Eight. That's all. That's how. Oh, that's, that's, how, that's what we get these days. TV doesn't okay. give us much else. Okay. Well, eight's okay. Eight's better than like I was thinking. You were maybe going to say there's only two out, and we have to wait for the next one or something. No, I think the I think the whole thing's out, but I think that's eight, and I okay, think I well, have two left. I'm gonna go get in my bed. You're insane. It's five thirty. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.